Welcome to Wearing the Heels podcast. We're very happy to be with you today. And today we have something different for you. Basically, we are going to make this episode sweet, short, and cheeky. We, Since Thanksgiving is around the corner, we are thinking of just going over all the things that we are grateful for and just letting you know that some, you know, most of things that we do in life, even though they're hard, they're very, very worth it. So today we're going to make a little short list of, you know, all the things that we're grateful for and also just tell you a little bit, you know, of a backstory on why we're grateful for that. So we're very excited because I know that this time, especially with everything going on in the world, people are in so much need of you know, positivity and just good vibes and everything. So we wanted to make this episode to just basically give you that. Besides me, as always, there is my co-host Arlenis Gijan. How are you? I am doing great. Um, thank you for sharing that. I think the reason why this is very important to share with everyone is because we want to promote not only saying thank you to things and remembering the things that we're grateful for on Thanksgiving, but that we remind ourselves of that every single day and that we're showing that to the other people around us. Um, I also learned that a lot from Mariela, who sometimes deals with her anxiety and worries by simply sitting down every morning and writing down the things that she's grateful for, because sometimes in the midst of everything happening, we forget about those things. And that is one of the most valuable things that we can do for ourselves and that we can actually um, do for other people as well. So I'm really looking forward to speaking about this. I actually haven't thought about the things that I'm grateful for uh, <laughs> intentionally because I feel like it's going to be more organic today when we're having the conversation. Absolutely. And I'm so happy you brought that up because this morning I was not having the best morning. And, um, you know, it's not that it's going to, let's be honest and let's be transparent. It's not like the things that you do are going to work the same way every time. Um, I always tell whoever asks me for advice that they should have different tools in their toolbox. Like if one thing, does, if one thing doesn't work, then maybe you can try something else, but you do feel uh, you do feel a consequence, if you if you will, when you do when you get used to doing different things that you know brings you joy, and that's definitely um, writing down things that I'm grateful for. Um, and I have heard some confusion from people. They usually just don't know what to write because they think it's just an overall overlook at your life and it's not that the way that I do it is to make it more when I'm making it more of an intentional list I make sure to write what I'm grateful for from the day before and I know a lot of people do it differently um, this is what works for me obviously you have to do what works for you but usually just people um, take an overlook at their life and put down health uh, family members and but sometimes to me, that seems a little generic. I feel like when you write down what you're grateful for from the day before or the week before, that gives you a little bit more mindfulness. That makes you more grounded, which goes hand in hand to be mindful of your day. So you start looking for little things to be grateful for. So that works best for me. I love that. I'm actually looking at you like I'm in class. <laughs> I'm learning something new because it's true. Most of the time we think... One, we have to talk about the things that we're grateful for and write them down is, I don't know, my parents, um, my my career, whatever. But we don't think about just the small things that happen every day. And the truth is that if you think about it, that is definitely the one thing that's going to push you through the day because it's reminding you that great things don't only happen in bigger in bigger portions or bigger examples or just once in a lifetime or once a year it happens every day if we really take a deep look into everything that we're doing and everything that's happening around us and i think that's awesome now i'm gonna have to think about what i'm grateful <laughs> for yesterday because 
Uh, I mean, I can't even say no, what I'm grateful one, for today. This one, we can make it uh, a little bit more broad, uh, simply because we are recapping everything, like, from the year before and everything. So we can actually make it like that. Yes, like, before you the know, year Especially ends. this year, you know, like, health and everything, the, the little struggles that we had along the way and that we have learned something from. So this one, let's do it like that. Because I feel mm -hmm. like if, if we do it from what happened yesterday, we, we are going to be, like... Well, not gonna be as impactful. I but think. I do think I, there's something I realized between yesterday and today that I'm really grateful for. Okay. That we <laughs> we sometimes not take for granted, but you know, between the midst of everything going on in life, work, at school, and this and that, and the pandemic, you kind of like don't you find excuses? I will say, or sometimes think you don't have as much time to reach out to your to families and friends and things like that, but. I, I, you know, I, I was having a tough morning today and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, I spoke to some of my friends or they messaged me for some reason. And the messages I got from all of them was what kind of made me shift my attitude today. Yes. And that's why I'm so grateful for you because, of course, you make my mornings. <laughs> Let's not start crying. It hasn't been half an hour yet. <laughs> But yeah, like definitely like we need to think about those things because yes. the way I reacted immediately was, damn, I need to make more time to reach out to people, whether it is when I'm uh, driving, like let me just call a random person, you know. Uh, this weekend I just saw a friend of mine I hadn't seen in two, two almost three years and it felt like like every day like no time has passed yeah like no time has passed and i was like okay i need to be reaching out to my <laughs> friends more you brought that up the other day and i'm i'm glad that you're taking um action towards that because i do feel that not everyone but some people are definitely worth it and just like everything i think you have to like cultivate and water the plants for them to grow so there's some people that we do just like everyone and everything in life we take for granted and then you're like oh you know there's a reason why i have this person in my life so that's good that you you know you saw that today like it, i think it was a lesson that you needed and then something had to happen for you to get it because that's what happens to me all the time yeah and someone <laughs> today actually told me something super interesting they said i said thank you for what you just said because i feel this in this way and my friend said um yes it's always good to hear from someone that's looking from the outside yes. because we see things different than you do from the inside. Oh, my God. I That's one of the things that I was actually going to bring up, I swear, because I was going to make a post today on Instagram. And when I was having like um, a rough morning, I was going to put this like um, video, whatever. And the caption was going to be something like, when you feel like overwhelmed and like your world is ending, the best thing to do is get outside yourself. And that's something that works for me. I mean, obviously everybody goes through hard time. I am, um, you know, I get mad, I get angry, I, I get sad or whatever, but there's little things that you do or that you learn how to do to also manage like your, you know your behaviors and what that's one of the things that have worked for me like I get outside of myself I try to see the whole plan rather than just this little part of the plan and I try to see what other people are doing not in a nosy way but in a way of you know I'm not the only person in the world and you know we know now and there is I think we didn't know as much as we know now that we are definitely community you know we are for a human race for our human race to be happy we have to live in community because we are all interconnected and there's no way that if you're not doing well and i love you i am going to be a hundred percent well as well so yes. when you get out outside yourself i think you start to see that everything a little bit more clear and I think that's what people do when they're outside of the situation because they always bring another perspective that maybe when we're angry our emotions take over so we get so like 
invested in one in the narrative and yeah. in that side of the story exactly. and the things that hurt and that's why mm -hmm. again it's important to think about the good things and the things you're grateful mm -hmm. for because and see the whole picture exactly so that was also something great from today another thing is that i was getting um out throughout the week i've been seeing some of my emails and some of the emails are like uh different organizations and different um Guys, uh, this is Mariela's uh, reminder, so of course, you just keep organizing. what my reminders are, so they don't get um, that mad. We have a live for Lela in about 30 minutes, so we're just here recording a little bit of oh, uh, no, we're in the heels. Oh, no, it's not for that. It's my, I'm proud of you. This is what you need to do. That was my, you need to read three <laughs> pages today. I don't know what time she's going to read them, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like one of the things that was, uh, I was getting emails um, this week from different organizations that I have been looking and just kind of like providing some support one way or another. And they're, of course, sending emails to see if people can uh, donate during this time as a gratitude and things like that. And sometimes some people might think like, oh, this is annoying. They're just asking for money and this and that. But a lot of these organizations, they survive from our donations and believe it or not you're one of probably tons of people they're sending this to so if you have a dollar to donate it makes a difference so this time of the year always reminds me of that too of all the people that are struggling out there one of the organizations actually casa valentina and what they do is and i love this because i didn't even know there was such a thing they are a homeless well they're an organization that helps Uh, kids that were in the foster care system and they are 18 now and once you're 18 you're kind of on your own but how are you supposed to function as a function human. as it be an 18 year old with a job and school when you know you've been thrown around houses and different families so what they do is that they give them housing uh, and during that time They give them a lot of support for them to go to school for a period of time. They get their job. They get all these resources that they can mentor and all that stuff. And once they are, they have like, I don't remember what's the period of time they have to be in there. But once they graduate that portion, that means now they're ready to go. And then they help them if they need to find an apartment or things like that. But That's they amazing. foster them for a little bit so they can get back into the world. So they can learn how to be on their own and... Of course, if they need any assistance, uh, any psychology or anyone to talk to, they're there for them. So to me, that means so much because we don't realize what happens after. Like, I never mm -hmm. thought about what happens after when they're 18 and they don't have anywhere to go and they haven't been mentored probably by anyone ever. So I thought that that organization was awesome. And, and if they don't offer the, opp the opportunities for volunteering, but anyone who can offer resources or can offer materials or can offer their knowledge they're more than welcome to and of course donations when when they can that's such an amazing that's such an amazing organization because um the you know the foster system in this country is very broken and it's like that around the world but here there is so many people that I have looked into it before because I, I, I have always thought since I'm not having children, like the the route that I would take would be um, adopting because I I have a soft spot for people that, you know, have no parents for whatever reason. So I think it's it's something so beautiful. But there's so many so many things that you have to do to be able to adopt a child and money is a big issue and that i didn't know that was such a big struggle so to, be because you would think you would think that the government would be appreciative of somebody who wants to take a child in their home and obviously that person should be able to provide for the child but but it's it, it goes way beyond that it's it's you have to pay to adopt a child which obviously in my opinion it's it's ludicrous because it's like okay so you you're raising this child which any parent listening to this knows that money is a big factor of raising a child but also you caring for them you caring for their mental health you caring for 
the type of person you you raising a human being that is going to touch so many lives that I feel like you should be the one getting help for doing such a big act in the world. But it's the other way around. You have to pay. There's so much paperwork that goes into it. And there's so many boxes that you have to check for you to be able to even be in the, you know, in the race, quote unquote. I mean, that was crazy to me when I did that research and I was so discouraged and it's such a sad thing to say, but I was so discouraged. I was like, wow, you have to be like, it's like if you were getting into, I don't know, a business or something, I was like, wow, it's, it's so, I don't know, like yeah. cold. So it's, it's wonderful that they doing that because there's so many children that they don't get adopted because there's so many people that can't even go through such uh, because it's not only the money, it's such a mental struggle as well. So there's so many kids that don't get adopted. So it's amazing that that organization, you know, does that because it's something that we don't talk about enough, I feel. Yes, and it's one of those things where it's tricky, though, because there's a lot of parents or a lot of people who want to be parents and they want to adopt. And unfortunately, they don't check the boxes in certain things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I understand that because there's so many tragedies that happen, they have to come up with a system that checks enough boxes to at least be as close as possible to say this kid is going to be fine. Um, and this kid, there's a possibility because, of course, they can never be 100%. Yeah. Um, and I would agree with that, that if it wasn't that much of the boxes because I saw the applications have to do with money. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Like, not only do they have to pay to adopt a child, which is sounds so transactional to me, but you have to pay for, you know, all the papers and what it's like buying an expensive car and it's like, but wait, you're adopting somebody. They should invest more into what person is adopting that child and obviously the other person can provide for, for them, but they focus more on how much can this person pay for a child. Yeah, and I wonder how much, I don't know if you were able to look into that. Honestly, I'm not as informed, but I do know of people that have adopted, and I do have friends that have been adopted too. I don't know how much of that they look into, which will be good to, to research, mm -hmm. uh, into like the this mental state of the parents. Yes. And the and how are they in a, in their environment mm. in their home their marriage of course and all that stuff yeah. what are their goals for the future what are the goals for the kid and all that stuff um, I'm not too informed about that so I would definitely love to do some research to see if one thing balances the other out like if you're looking into searching all these money factors are you also taking care of making sure all these other factors because if not then you then it doesn't make any sense yeah it, it's not balanced at all um but obviously this is not the episode that we get into this <laughs> maybe we can bring somebody yes, that is an sure. expert on the subject which is such a beautiful subject and i think that because of lack of knowledge a lot of people don't go through it um they have the desire but they don't know what steps to take so i feel that might, that might be such a beautiful episode to get people um informed and maybe maybe get prepared and maybe yes. get encourage people because there's nothing better that you can do if you do it from the heart than giving somebody a home i mean there's nothing else that to me relates to such an act of kindness i was with a friend of mine this weekend who actually adopted a baby and oh. she was so mad because she said that someone else that she knew had adopted a baby and she will always just talk about Every, you know, like, I saved this kid's life. Like, she will talk about all these things. And she said, no, this is not about you bragging saving someone's life. Exactly. This is about you just giving this kid love mm -hmm. and making him feel part of the family. Because he's already feeling, like, different from her birth child, you know? Yeah. So don't don't have to um, necessarily make it that big, but loving them and showing them a home and making them feel part of the family so hopefully we can get her to join us in one episode like that she's she's not here in miami but we can definitely make it happen from distance so i would definitely love to get that set up yes yes that sounds like such yes. a beautiful episode but thank you to all the people out there who actually uh have considered are trying to or have adopted a child especially if it is because you just 
you know, you had your own children, but you wanted to do this to help and you wanted to do this to give someone a home because you genuinely care. We are so thankful for people like you because there's so many children out there without a home. Definitely. Without a home or that I have a traveled home, um, which is another whole different issue. But yes, I mean, in this sense, I would think that the child is saving you rather than you saving the child because, I mean, children... They're the best teachers, literally, and there's so many, so much happiness that, you know, a baby or a child brings from. I can only imagine how grateful, how great of a child, a child would be, if they know that you basically took the chance on them, and raised them as your own. I mean, that's, that's such a beautiful thing. I mean, kids are so adorable. My niece, um, she texted me yesterday, to say, and I didn't even know she texted, <laughs> um, to tell me. Thank you for helping me with my homework. Because oh oh <laughs> I had helped her with her with her essay, and that melted. Oh my no, heart. no, Whoever That's knows it. me knows that my weakness is my niece for sure. <laughs> like that little girl. There's so much personality. That God help us all. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the things Mariel is definitely going to mention that she's grateful for. Yes. But um, now that we have talked about all these random topics, <laughs> because uh, we decided today was going to be as organic as it gets. Yes. We didn't even talk about what we were going to talk about today. It was just going to be a conversation. And of course, you can tell we can speak our mind out all the time. <laughs> all day, every day. Without any planning whatsoever. So with that being said, Mariela, share with us some of the things that you are grateful for this year, despite of everything that has happened. Do you want me to say one and then you say one and yes. we go back and forth? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, one of the first things, and I'm sure many people can relate, is the mental strength I have gained for such a crazy, unpredictable year. I mean, I am a person that is very interested in mental health. I mean, I'm studying to be a psychologist, but also because I have had and have my struggles. So I know how deep in the dark hole you can get. So these type of experiences for somebody like me can either break you or make you stronger. And obviously in this year, there's so many people that, as we know, have not gotten lucky in the sense and they're struggling more than ever so i am so happy that i'm not one of those i'm grateful to not be one of those statistics and just being somebody that even though i you know have experienced so many strong emotions and still are i have not gone back to that dark place that i know so well so i'm going to have to copy and paste that and i'm going to tell you why <laughs> Not only because we kind of go through some things <laughs> together, but also because it was really interesting you said that because today I had a friend who, within that conversation, he said um, something about this year was one of those years where we have been, our character has been challenged. 100%. Um, and it has for all of us in different ways, mm -hmm. the same ways, but it has been a challenge. So for myself, I will say the same. I mean, there's personal things that I don't share as much that I've also had to overcome in the past year, two years, uh, plus now the pandemic and everything else going on and so many changes this year. And even though sometimes uh, I mention a lot of those very hard moments because it reminds me that we have been able to overcome those moments and that even though I break sometimes, I get myself and I pick up myself and I get myself up and continue running. Um, also, there's so many great things that have come from this year that I'm so excited to share because within those great things, there has been a struggles, but the end goal itself has been a success. That's why we so, should look at the bigger picture. Yes, bigger <laughs> picture. Yeah, for sure. Um, exactly what you said that's how i that's how i feel because this pandemic amplifies everything that you're already dealing with you know your anxiety your depression now you have time to think about it now you have time to you know overthink and all of that so staying afloat it's such a like i tell so many people if this is the year that you survived 
And that's it. That's all you did. Good for you. <laughs> I have no expectations from anybody. I have people like, oh my God, I can't believe I haven't met. Listen, I, I understand many people and us too, we're struggling with so many different things, but my expectations for others, I'm, I'm usually very hard on myself, but for others, if all you did was survive, listen, you are good in my book because this is rough. <laughs> so... Another thing that I'm grateful for is um, in my life has had a shift that I've been trying to implement implement into my life for a while. And I feel like this pandemic has made it not easier, but it's just accelerated the process. And is that my life right now is composed by the people that are meant to be there in every sense. Um, so I feel like this year has been hard, but it has also been such a cleansing year. That's the thing. Like I, I feel my my vibrations in so in other aspects are is higher. I feel that like in my spiritual practice, like things that were really hard before, like sitting in meditation for a while was very hard for me. I used to overthink. I used to, there was music playing in my head when I was trying to meditate. And it sounds funny now, but it's very frustrating when it's happening. So, you know, and the people as well, I feel like I'm, I'm way more aligned with the friends and the family members and um, the people that are in my life right now. I feel like, a lot of people that were extra in my life that I really didn't 100% know why they were there or they weren't supposed to be there are not there anymore. And there's a certain peace that I have within myself because this is another thing that I want to let you guys know. Just because you feel, you're not, but just because you feel like you're failing in one aspect of your life, always make sure that you look at the others. That's what I tried to do this morning. I felt like I was failing in something which I wasn't, but that's what your emotions do. They, they trick you. But I started, when I was writing my, my journal, what I was grateful for, I started to think in a position of abundance and gratefulness, and it led me to that. That was such a realization. I'm like, oh, wow, the people, it's, it's so hard to get in alignment, and I have a long way to go, but that's such a big thing in your life especially when you're in your 20s that I feel like at the beginning of your 20s you're very lost you don't know what type of person you are and, and I'm still trying to figure it out but there is so much peace in my mind right now with certain things that has been established in that some of the things are obviously the people that's such an important thing an aspect in your life like the the right people the good people those people that we cheer you on and those people that are so great to you. Like, Arlene, we have such a tight relationship because we not only are we honest with each other, we push each other, but we respect each other. There's such a big line. That's why we could be business partners and we could be best friends. We could be joking for 20 minutes about the stupidest jokes. Trust me, they're, they're intense, and I'm probably the one making them. <laughs> but, like, two minutes later, we can have such a raw conversation about what we need from each other or we can have a raw conversation about business and those are the type of people that you want in your life and those who ask you like her oh i'm gonna see you today i'm so excited <laughs> like we don't see each other all the i think she's the person that i see the most in my life <laughs> basically <laughs> i mean to be <laughs> to be honest um something you just said before i say something different because even though we do agree on a lot of our things we're grateful i will say something different but I think it's really funny that I love that she calls me best friend because <laughs> she we sound like we're five. She didn't BFF. use to be four, but I love it. <laughs> but yeah, we have great conversations. Um, I think what's re what's really funny is that we can really like within seconds, it's like a switch, and it, it they never merge, they never overlap, they never. It's like we can really, and that's hard. It's like so for hard, us, yeah. if. It's like so fluid. It, it, it looks mm -hmm. so simple, but it's really not for many people. So I, I definitely agree with that. Um, one of the things that I'm uh, grateful, and I think it's um, because this year challenged me to that. But this year, I feel like I've gotten a lot closer to that, to finding myself. 
And the reason why I say that is because there was a lot of things that I used to be afraid of. And this, there's a lot of work that I need to do. But there's a lot of things that I was afraid of sharing, a lot of things that I was afraid of doing and making decisions for myself because something that Mariela always says, worrying about what other people think or worrying about what other people may say. But there's a lot of things that I chose to do that I decided that it was part of my happiness and what I needed to do. And I took I took the leap of faith to do it. And then I felt so much better after. It's yes. like I took weights off my back. It has made me feel more confident and more comfortable with myself overall. Um, one of those things, one of them, because there was many things that happened was... You know, actually leaving my job at the time to say, I'm going to just go and do what I want to do, which is Lela, the spa, and all these different projects takes, I wanted to do. That takes cuts. <laughs> Trust me, it does. And for me, like, I finally was just doing all these things I wanted to do and just not being scared of doing mm -hmm. it. And I think um, that meant so much to me because one thing we always say, we hate those what if. And I feel like... I have no what ifs right now in my yeah. life, and that's such that's, a beautiful feeling. Yes, even if you're drowning. Because <laughs> let's be real, I was telling um, uh, <laughs> oh my god, why do we have to go there? <laughs> it's true. I mean, the the I was reading a book the other day, and it said the best, the best way um, to build self esteem, and I always say this is I used to say it in a different way, but this is what I meant. Is keeping the promises to yourself and living in your truth. I think I even have a post, I think, on Instagram about that. Live your truth. I feel like when you are true to yourself, that shows. And there comes a time that it's not your ego playing games with you. It's, it's just that you're so you that you, you almost can't mess up. And that's, that's good. That's such a comfortable place to be in because you do and you... To me, that's joy. That's happiness. Yes. To me, it's like I feel like as much as some things are not going great in my life, mm -hmm. I feel like what I have done so far has fulfilled me because I have no what ifs. Exactly. Whether things are not the way I want them to be or not, but they, I did, you know, mm -hmm. there's no what ifs so far. <laughs> I used to hear people all the time say, um, like the spiritual business person that I listen to, they're always like, oh... There comes a time where you don't attach yourself to the result. And I always used to be like, I mean, come on. We all want that result. But it's true that when you're doing things that feel natural to you, that you're meant to do, the results, obviously, we all want the same. Not the same, but we all want positive results. But your focus is not 100% there anymore. It's just that you start to focus on, wow, look at the person that I'm becoming through this. And that's my next thing that I'm grateful for. I have learned that doing whatever you want to do, even if you're not good at, will bring you joy. Like, I started um, posting my, my paintings and I started to paint more. And before I used to do it with my knees only because that would bring me joy. But I always had this self-doubt of, Am I good enough? You know, why would I post this? People are going to ask me, like, what's th this technique and whatever. And I'm not, obviously, I'm not informed when it comes to painting. I just paint whatever feels good at the moment or whatever. It's just, it's a picture in my head and I want to get it out and put it on a canvas. And before, I will, I would stop myself because I felt like, oh, you know, what if it comes out wrong? What if I um, waste my paintings or whatever in this and then I have to throw it in the trash? Or why would I post them, you know, if I'm not selling them, I'm not interested in selling them. And that was such a big, you know, like aha moment for me this year that, you know, it was great when everybody was like, oh, my God, but you're so good and you should sell them. And I, I have uh, somebody who bought one already, but it was It was much of a bigger thing inside of me that I decided that whatever I like to do, I will do it. And even if it's messy, even if it doesn't come out right, even if I don't make money from it, because that this is something else, guys. We right now we're very we're very focused on, 
you know, being a hustler and that you have to make money out of everything and, 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 and you know, I honestly believe that's the capitalism that this country teaches you how to be because we're all like that. You know, we want to make money. We want to be, you know, have this car and whatever, especially um, here in the city that we're in, in Miami. It's such a big culture to want more and, and, and to live a fancy life. But not everything that you do needs to be monetized. Not everything that you do needs to be great. If it brings you genuine happiness and you want to do it, you can do it. You don't have to have many followers. You don't have to, you don't have to make money from that. People don't, don't even have to like it. It's yeah, just I mean, the moment you. you attach it to like likes and things and mm -hmm. money, you're adding a stress to something that you're using to take away a stress, yeah. to kind of disconnect from everything else so exactly. the moment you do that you kind of ruin that one special Precious connection thing, yeah. thing that you have but guys to be honest because we gotta be clear and just and also so the podcast sounds amazing and and the episode <laughs> we're going to take a break because we're going to go <laughs> hop on a lela uh, life um and then come back and tell you guys a little bit more about the things that we're grateful for Welcome back. So we are done with our life and uh, we are super hyped. <laughs> I think that kind of gives me a good segue into the next thing that I'm thankful for. And it is definitely the opportunity to have being able to launch uh, both of our business. Well, our business and also another business that I launched this year as well. Lela was something that took us a whole year prior to this year to launch and even though we didn't launch it during the best time because of course of the pandemic i am still super happy super proud that we did it there's not even one day that i don't enjoy showing the app to someone else and them saying i love the colors i love this it's just such a great feeling so i'm definitely thankful that we made it to that the end of that finish line where we saw the product finish and we were able to launch and that was part of this year so again like we mentioned despite of everything going on there's so many things this year to be grateful for a hundred percent a hundred percent everything is perspective and even though we are very sympathetic and aware of everything that has been going on in the world um all the people that are struggling all the people that you know have passed away which is something devastating for you know as humans you don't have to know somebody to feel and mourn um their you know death is even hard to talk about but we are very grateful that we do understand our privilege and we are very grateful that we are still here and we could launch something that you know many people can even say that they made it to this year so it's it's something that we do take very seriously because we know how difficult it has been for so many people and it still is. Um, on that note, another thing that I am very grateful for is being able to be alive and being able to have health. Um, throughout the years, I haven't had the best health but obviously never as bad as having such a deadly virus. So like we mentioned, like we mentioned always, it's always good to count your blessings. And even if something is not 100% perfect, just having a little bit of it or just having, you know, just having the, just having the opportunity to walk through life, even if you struggle, like I struggle with some health issues, just the fact that I am alive and that they're not deadly or they're not forever helps me appreciate and be more empathetic to the people that can't say the same thing. And also another thing that I was thinking about the other day is that um, I was diagnosed with PCOS um, and it's something that plays a lot with your mind and um, I don't consider myself a vain person, but 
I do care, obviously, I'm in the beauty industry, so I do care about the way that I look. And when you have been a certain way or people have always portrayed you in a certain way, it's really hard to step away from that. So I am actually grateful, and this is something that I never thought that I would ever say, that I have PCOS. And the reason is because everything that I was so comfortable with myself changed. Um, I never had acne growing up. I never had, I never had um, weight issues. And I never had, um, you know, issues with my, if we're being transparent with my menstruation, I never had um, fertility issues or anything. So every time something like this hits you and you're not used to it and you are used to being in a certain role, it's good because it humbles you in a good way. It plays with your ego and... It gives you the opportunity to either have a pity party and feel like, oh my God, you know, maybe I don't look the same way as before. Or it gives you an opportunity to be like, okay, but taking stock of my life and over everything that I have to offer and my personality and, and the things that I actually admire about myself, which is, you know, um, even if I'm the only one laughing at my own joke, I believe that I'm really funny and I have a lot of charisma. So those things not having to associate my worth and my self-esteem to my um, my my external look or my my body or my weight or everything makes me realize how powerful it is to stand in your own person and to not only be, you know, maybe exotic or beautiful, everything that you're used to people telling you, but also being okay with not being that 100% as you used to. Um, I feel as beautiful as I felt before, and that was something that was not true a year or a year and a half ago. So I'm very grateful for that um, diagnosis because it was a mental challenge and it still is, but I have become empathetic to a lot of little causes and people that I didn't even think about before, to be honest. Um, it's something that I never even um, talked about before. I, I never knew what some issues were. Even though I had health issues before, my health was never great because of my eating habits. Now that I ate bad, just that I didn't eat at all. I, I was the worst and since I was younger. It was such a struggle to get me to eat. So, you know, I wasn't that healthy. But this has pushed me to research. And it also gave me another thing that I never knew that I was interested in. And is that I'm very interested in, in practices like Ayurveda. And that goes hand in hand with my spirituality and nutrition and all of that. I never thought that I would be the type of person to have a pill holder or to walk around with collagen in their purse. Like it, health to me was just so blah. And now um, I'm actually thinking about studying, even get a few certifications in that. And I'm really interested in what we put in our bodies and everything. And that would, have, would not have been the case if I wasn't diagnosed with PCOS. Yeah, and that goes to show that sometimes in our life, um, certain things that seem to be negative turn out to be just another way for you to learn, another way for you to grow, another way for you to accomplish your purpose in life and fulfill your, yourself with all the great things that you came here to do. So um, sometimes that's why it's always good to look at those things that look mm -hmm. negative and try to find the bright and the good in it. The silver lining for sure. Yes. It's that yes. everything happens for you, not to you. Yes. So you, you need to learn how to take certain things and make it into something great. Yes, and it, I know it sounds easy and sometimes it's hard, but the truth is that if we take the time, it's it's Definitely. it's not that difficult. And it's an everyday thing. Yes. That's something yes. that I didn't know. I thought, yeah. oh my God, everything gets cured and you're fine. And no, every day you have to work on being better. Every day you have to work on being spiritual. Every day you have to work 
it's an everyday thing and with mental health as well like yeah i would think that oh my god because i feel great a few months it's never gonna come back no it's an every it's a practice so it's it's really interesting and um i know that we can probably spend like all night saying things that we're grateful for but this is one of the ones that i'm like the most that goes most to my heart close to my heart and is um it's kind of cliche in a way but not really it's my parents and the reason why this year they're so important to me is because i i lived by myself for for a long time i did all these things on my own and i had to come back to live with my parents so i can focus on my businesses and my ideas and they have been so supported supporting every time of everything i have decided to do and they always make it seem so much more easier for me. They also make it a lot more enjoyable for me because I know that they're kind of cheering me on. And when I'm being negative or I'm feeling bad or I feel like I'm failing, they're looking at it the opposite way. But um, if I wouldn't have been able to come to their home and spend this time with them, I wouldn't have learned a lot of things, but I also wouldn't have been able to start all the projects that I've started this year and go to school and be motivated to do all these things. I finished my master this semester. It's been two years already. So I wouldn't have been able to do all those things, to be completely honest, because as you all know, life in Miami is very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you're trying to uh, start a business and you're going to school and you're working, you're doing all these things, it can really um, take a toll on you when you're dealing with all that stuff all by yourself so whether it's your parents or friends or cousins you always have to have someone that it's there for you because the truth is none of us can really deal with things 100 percent by ourselves no. by ourselves whether that is a friend again a cousin uh just anyone or just go to therapy like mm-hmm. all oh, of us know, all of us <laughs> <laughs> all of us need it so all of us can benefit from that um and if you're a person who doesn't feel comfortable yet sharing with people you know then even better you share with someone you don't until they make you feel comfortable sharing with people you do so that's 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 the beauty of it um i know that a lot of times it's very difficult because it's expensive and and all that stuff but thanks to some programs we're able now to get insurance a little bit easier and some of those insurance kind of cover us like some insurance through Obamacare and things like that yes. cover us, um, the psychologist, this, um, psychologist. So that makes it a little bit easier for us to have that help. And guys, there's also a lot of people who have programs out there that are free and they do, uh, offer it. Obviously that might not be the same, but there are resources out there. There's mm-hmm. always resources. That's the beauty of it. Especially now there's a lot of resources that are available online, which is great because anyone can have access to that. So do your research. You'll definitely find a lot of things out there. There's there's definitely now in 2020, about to be 2021, because uh, time flies. Um, there's, Even when you're not having fun. <laughs> <laughs> she had to say that. Um, there's literally nothing that you cannot find on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Absolutely. And guys, um, with the whole therapy, I mean, we can dedicate a whole podcast when it comes to therapy because I, I think it's such an important subject. Not only because I'm going to be a psychologist, but because it has literally changed my mind. I've been going to therapy for years. And... Um, when I say that to people, they tend to be like, oh my God, you probably went through something. Oh, yes, I have my traumas, but it you don't have to go. I, I heard somebody say this week, you don't have to go to war to come back with PTSD. And that was such a aha moment for me because you don't have to have gone through something you know, that people might consider crazy for you to be traumatized or for you to wanna be wanna be better or get therapy. You might be going just through a breakup and a lot of people don't even see that as a trauma and it is. Another thing guys, make sure to prioritize. Um when I couldn't afford therapy and I didn't even have insurance, what I would do is I will stop going out for like a week or two um here in miami like we said everything is expensive so just going for a few drinks can be um you know just over a hundred dollars and a lot more if you're having too much fun woo so (laughs) and being able to prioritize yourself gives you the opportunity to maybe not eat out three times a week or maybe 
not buying so many things that you might not need and focusing on your mind is the best thing that you can do. So prioritize your um, your therapy. And I would rather pay for a therapist than, you know, pay for clothes that you might wear once or twice and never wear again. So if you're feeling like you're going through a hard time, try to prioritize um, yes. therapy and cut back on some expenses. So many things that, you know, maybe you don't think that you're spending on and you are. And my last one that I am very grateful for this year is that I, this year, I finally figured out, like, not only my mission in life, because I know that's ever-changing, I, I don't believe that people stay the same. If you're evolving the right way, you're changing. There's so many things that will come up that you want to do. But um, in my field, I finally realized I didn't know what type of psychology, psychology I wanted to practice. And I finally figured out that I wanted to be a spiritual psychologist. That is something that is very close to my heart. And... I am going to get a minor in religion and it's it's so great that I finally figured that out because I was torn between family therapy I was torn between um you know just just teenagers or kids or so many little fields that I could have taken and spiritual psychology is definitely more of a calling for me and with that being said, that has also made me realize what I want to do like in the world. There's so many things that I was interested in and I feel like you have to try them before you disregard them. And I tried some of them and I came to the conclusion that that's what I wanted to do. I spent so many years trying to figure out what type of psychology I wanted to practice. And also, I spend a lot of time since I'm in the beauty industry to trying to figure out if I have to do one or the other. And I came to the conclusion that it's two things that I really want to practice. Um, I want to grow um, Lela Beauty and obviously have people um, work with me or for me. But at the same time, I want to do big events and I also want to be a therapist. So I am going to be doing both and that was such a big relief to finally figure that out so guys that is my last bit of gratefulness there are so many things that i am grateful for that i didn't even mention because obviously um, we don't have that much time but as always send us your questions or send us your whatever you're grateful for it's it would be lovely to read what you guys are grateful for and always give us feedback uh, about the audio about the content about the people that you might want to see on this podcast so i'm wishing everybody such a beautiful week day night life and obviously we will talk soon thank you for wearing the heels with us thank you guys